Hey there, this is Connectionism with Ayam Kada, a meditation coach and DJ. Connectionism is an advanced introduction into meditation, a new form of guided meditation that utilizes speech, ambient, and techno music with visualizations if you're attending the weekly podcast in a weekly format. Connectionism disbands emotional boundaries to cultivate deep perspectives into the inner workings of man. A typical week session takes about 75 minutes, starting with an introduction and into a talk moving to ambient music and ending with rhythmical techno music. This podcast is inspired by the works of Jiddu Krishnamurti, Alan Watts, and Jaladion Rumi. Before we start, I invite you to take a comfortable position. A seated position is recommended as it is and always allows for better blood flow but laying down or any other position that goes well with you is fine. Have a distraction-free environment around and it is recommended to use a good sounding pair of headphones or speakers allowing the frequencies to make their way through properly. We will begin in a few minutes.
Hey there again. Today's topic is the art of observing or the art of, of uh, observation, which is, I would say, the foundation uh, in living and in, in the sense, of course, meditation, which is essentially a holistic approach to life. Something that we don't really like, this approach, we discover it, apparently, as adults. However, it is the fundamental way for, let's say, toddlers or children to uh, interact and live with the world. Obviously, from learning languages to behaving. <clears throat> as the parents and the society around appear to be. So, it seems that we lost that along the way as adults, as we are molded into the structures that we coexist in. Society, home, school, schools of thought, And the way those structures are, they're structured in a way to, for one to be a part of. And of course, if one needs to be part of that, uh, then there are certain fundamentals that one needs to follow. In any way, like uh, for example, manners, funerals, celebrations, all that cultural norms that kind of dictates the way we behave and there's a right and wrong. Now there's the other aspects of copying behavior like you know if you're learning how to dance a specific dance like the vaults or Latin or salsa or contemporary even. So those things that if I need to co copy a certain style, I need to observe and, in a way, mimic. But is that really observation as much as is copying whatever is actually around? And I see the beauty in it, and that's why, hence, I copy. I'm fascinated by what, uh, whatever is taking place. But when it comes to one's own understanding of themselves. Does one need to really copy a certain behavior in terms of what is good and what is not, what is wholesome and what is not? Is that the way one understands oneself or is this the way that one builds one identity into living and then later on one is one believes that this this collection of structures and collection of behaviors and likes and dislikes is what one is all about and then it becomes kind of like uh, building a machine 
with certain skills and certain abilities on and off when and when so when something is dysfunctional because i feel it in my being one is in panic mode so which part should i change what is the thing that is drawing me back what is this what is that is this behavior okay is this habit okay do i belong to the right group or should i belong to a different group and it goes on and on and such a way or such a way of living i would say have been around for as long as humanity is and we can see the results out of it so the increased dysfunction of society no matter like the increase of mental illnesses and the ginormous increase of identities and groups i and basically sorry identification and i identify as this i identify as that creating more separation and separation between the people between nations each one has their own way and you need to respect that way but that's not what we're really talking about we're talking about like understanding oneself through observation so what started as observation have took a wrong turn at some point where i started to compare that which i observe with whatever i have stored in my brain as the me so the act of comparison between whatever is here and whatever is out there is what broke in a way the cycle of pure observation and that which i have stored in me or in the construct of me through the collection of observed behavior and structures and patterns have hindered my ability sorry have hindered the space to grow and evolve and live naturally instead to live and grow and evolve through a specific pattern or a specific structure or a specific ideology so how am i to observe myself or to observe in general in an unbiased way because if i observe <clears throat> with the me intact 
and whatever I observe might contradict with whatever is in store as the me. Maybe it will be something drastic, so I will push it away. Maybe it's something amazing, so I will pull it. I will identify with something greater. Being with the idea of God or the idea of love and all that. Through the information that we collect throughout the years. So I'm always being sucked into something or driven towards something. There is always a direction through our current living as a conditioned being for now. So there is a goal that is taking place, that is present. With every step we take, there's a specific goal in, my, in mind that I'm doing this for that. So it becomes, in a way, how can I reach there faster or better or stronger, wider? And there is always comparison between what is now to whatever is going to be. Yet, whatever is going to be might not be. However, since the information that we collect and the construct and the way we are kind of built up psychologically, unfortunately, the way we are built up psychologically is goal-oriented. Again, like a piece of machinery serving a purpose. So, basically, what we're talking about is like, is it possible to be free from that so one can actually discover or the discovery of one's true actuality and nature is that possible to want to be free in that way so the art of observation is freedom and it's not a freedom from a point because again a point which is the my center the center is built in a directional mechanism if that is which is let's call this center this one the one who wants to observe cannot really observe because as the observer, I'm also the projector of my own association with that which I am observing or so-called observing. 
there's an old saying like your eyes are not viewers they're also projectors you project what what is already inside so to observe purely and in freedom the me shouldn't be there and if the me is there then that space is immensely limited because the me is always limited like limited in a certain circle certain structure patterns yada 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 so if this is the kind of the the ball of let's say of everything right the me is like this <laughs> or even this microsoc micro microscopically smaller and the me can and often do create space within itself as an idea or as a space and that space with time grows a little bit more and more and then i think i'm doing good or um you know that we call this all that this is progress the meditation process or oh, i'm progressing in meditation which is a little bit funny because who is progressing which is the me then we did really did nothing there are of course habits and behaviors and techniques to increase one's energy to widen a certain like uh, sensory perspectives while beneficial but that's not what that, that's not what it is i'm st- yes the me is growing yet it is still limited and the comprehension of that freedom is beyond the me because the me is always limited so it cannot mix together so what is the me we already talked about it in this talk which is the construct of all you know is the content of my consciousness that's the me the ego whatever one wants to call it so let's say that i'm living my daily life let's say that i'm let's say for now sitting for 5 10 minutes to practice again i'm going to put this between brackets uh, meditation and then all kinds of reaction comes about so a thought comes if i or when i recognize the thought so it's like ah i recognize a particular thought so i need to go back to breathing that's what we do or that's what the, the mainstream idea is yet i have decided to go back to my breathing because that is a thought and i am not the thought however when the thought takes place i am not separate from the thought a thought is whatever is present in the brain or is just present that's what the thought present in me 
as a verbal or imagery. So that is my whole existence in that specific moment. It captures my whole being. So I am that. Same thing comes with emotions. But we don't really like to associate with certain emotions and we like to over-associate with certain emotions, certain other emotions. So it becomes the process is quite fluctuating, ups and downs. Hopefully at some point with this repetitive action when kind of the person gives up and that's mo that moment of giving up maybe comes from being tired or exhausted. Or maybe it comes through the realization. That no matter how the me tries to control whatever is happening, it is unable to do so. Some people have, some of us, have greater capacity for control and some people don't. Or some people have grander ability to taste the freedom more than others. Who knows? I honestly, personally, I don't know. But all I know is how limited I am. And to understand whatever this is all about, this organism and the world, free from all the coloration and the impurities that have been printed into my own matrix. I'm going to observe them too. Sorry. Observation is for that too. And then So observation does not result in a reaction. The observation and the observed are one. One would think, but am I going to be like still forever if, to, if one to live this life like that? That's actually kind of a scary perspective for a person who didn't do it, who did not, who, yeah, for someone who is from a conditioned perspective. However, one needs to see and do it to actually, one would see. Nothing more can be said about that. But over the, the, our 
over-dependency on thinking and analysis and association and imagery and existing through these paradigms have made us believe that our existence through these forms of expression the question is is that it for one to really live a free uh, freely to live freely for that whichever is and whatever is taking place is not separate separate from this organism it's actually as an idea it seems like to me now personally it's like one day i can't even breathe it's like this is so much and imagination does not really in that sense does not help imagination in a sense for me to imagine a certain metaphor to give it to the listener uh, and uh, for the listener to really ah oh, now i understand not really hmm so one what would one do one is concerned deeply and honestly concerned and curious and see the one's state and how deep plea I would say toxic one's moment is here I am that moment for the lack of a better usage of words this organism is intelligent beyond comprehension any scientific comprehension or religious comprehension allowing that intelligence to actually take place so discovering the true nature of everything
out of observation. We can move to music now. I think it's appropriate.
Something to 